Welcome to everyone's favorite game show, Blackmail. Oh, no, sorry. Wrong. Wrong introduction. This is actually Chatterbox. Good evening, everyone. I am Suzanne from SuzanneDecree.com. And with me, of course, Liz, the Dark Angel, Tapia from DarkBeautyMusic.com. Good evening, everyone. Out there in podcast land, welcome to our episode. What is our episode? This is our episode... Can you hear me now? <laughs> what? <laughs> huh? Could you repeat that? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me oh, now? I can, oh, I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Can you hear me now? What are you, Verizon? <laughs> Actually, I have AT&T. Thanks for asking. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we've done commercials for both AT&T and Verizon, mm-hmm. let's get back to what's really important here. And that's Chatterbox. That is Chatterbox. And the glass of wine that I have right in front of me. Oh, no. Oh, All yes. right, guys. You heard it. She's drinking that wine again. I'm drinking, I am drinking a celebratory glass of wine. Because why? Because one of us, one of your two favorite Chatterboxers, has finished writing all of the songs for her upcoming album. Woohoo! All 19 of them. Very nice. Good job. Uh, I do have to still lay down scratch vocals. I had a bit of a cold last week and I still have a little bit of a throat issue with my throat cutting out. So uh, uh, the melody lines are written. The lyrics are written. Everything's written. I just have to actually record the melody lines so that whatever um, poor unfortunate singer that I do end up hiring will uh, will be able to kind of tell what I was trying to do. (laughs) I'm sure she's going to know exactly what it is you're trying to do. Yes, I'm sure she will. So that is why I am having a celebratory glass of wine, because I am done writing my album. This is amazing. Very nice. And congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we are talking about tonight, though, not me writing my album. Uh, but those things that we try and do as musicians to shortcut our way to success, that is what we are talking about today. Ah, uh, yes. The old shortcut. I'm not sure yes. there is one, but I don't think let's there get is. into this topic. I'm let's excited. Dive in. Now, the yeah. first, the first thing that we were going to talk about, actually, you have more experience with than I. Uh, which is actually grammatically incorrect. It should be then me. So, yes, I grammar police myself, people. <laughs> she you really does. I do. And that is online radio. Now, you get a lot of online radio airplay. Um, me not actually having an album out yet kind of takes me out of this area. Well, I was going to say you haven't finished the album yet, so right. it's a little hard to compare that when you haven't put it out yet. Uh, well, that's true. That's true. But I imagine after I do get the album out, I will also be getting a decent amount of radio airplay. Of uh, course you will be. Of course I will be. I mean, is there any doubt? I mean, come on. Well, I mean, I am Suzanne from SuzanneDecree.com. 
this so is true. What, what has your experience been? Liz Tapia, what is your experience with online radio stations? Hmm. Well, I have to say it's been pretty good. I've been very lucky and the music has been very well received by a lot of stations. So, you know, I mean, for me, when I released Save Yourself was really what catapulted this entire project. And I can't remember the first station that I was on. I think it was Museboat Radio. Hey, shout out to Andy of Museboat Radio. Andy, uh, Andy, Andy. <laughs> Andy. He's great. He is, uh, he's got a fantastic station. And probably a lot of people that are going to listen to this have probably heard of Museboat Radio, especially if you're an indie artist. Um, Andy's great to work with. And I think... If I remember correctly, he was probably one of the very first stations to play Save Yourself. And it was being aired out of Germany. So that was really cool because it was the first time that anybody was listening to this outside of my little circle here. Um, And that is actually the first song that I heard of yours as well. Which it's amazing to me how many people have heard this song and um, people that I've actually connected with, which is really, really cool. So uh, really nice being able to just kind of get out of the gate with something pretty strong. And uh, yeah, so he was the first one to actually launch this for me. And then from there, I just started reaching out to other stations. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are looking for music. uh, And it's just a matter of you know, just making the rounds, making the contacts and getting out there and emailing. And that's what I did. I just kept emailing and trying to reach out to people. And it was nice because I had three songs to demo at the time and and they were also hungry for some music. So and it was something new, you know, something that was a little bit different than what they were used to hearing. So I I actually did very well. Um, But you do you have to really just you know, find the contacts and then start emailing. You have to just basically create your own campaign and just start, you know, getting it out there. So, uh, yeah, I've had a lot of success with that. And now I've got probably about, I want to say about 52 different online stations that are playing Dark Beauty's music, which is really, really wonderful. Okay. Well, that's, that's awesome. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Obviously that's, that's how a lot of us are, are hoping that things will turn because, Mainstream radio, if you, if you look at the, the stats and the statistics, mainstream radio is actually declining while internet radio is climbing. Um, and it's a, it's a good thing because you've got a lot more, I, I think, chance with the, uh, with the internet radio crowd. Um, and it's also part of, because I know a lot of these radio stations have the chats, chat rooms and everything with them. So it's also part of the overall social media campaign that we all try and do to get our stuff viral and we all try and get our stuff out there. So, you know, um, I know we're both on, on Facebook. We're both on Twitter. We're both, I think we're both on Instagram. Yeah, we are both on Instagram. And I just recently started working Instagram again because... It's, I know it's connected to Facebook. Um, I forget if I have mine set up or if it's always set up where once you post to Instagram, it kind of pings over to Facebook. But either way, I did start 
my working my Instagram again. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know, for me, I still find the two that work the best for me so far have been Facebook and Twitter. The two old standbys. I mean, and that's what I find as well is that I get more. I actually find more on Twitter. I get more action on Twitter. Um, now that may just be because of all of the different projects that I have going on. Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let's recap, shall we? Yes, yes I have let's. an album. Let's. I have a, <laughs> <laughs> I have an album coming out. I have, uh, probably two, hopefully four books coming out this year. Uh, but definitely one or two. Um, I've got an album coming out soon. I've got another album planned. I've got an opera plan. So I've got so much going on that I'm in kind of a bunch of different spheres in Twitter, if that's the right kind of, you know, I, I get a lot of author pings. I get a lot of musician pings. I get a lot of, yeah, I get a lot of different, different pings. Uh, for, for different things that I'm doing. So Twitter for me is, is the big, is the big one. And my Twitter followers also seem to be more willing to share and more, uh, more connected, actually. You know, I mean, I go back to this thing that we talked about uh, in one of these episodes, and uh, probably many times, just, you know, over the phone, just regarding the the difference between Twitter and Facebook and Twitter, you know, you've Twitter is short and quick and punchy and to the point and you share and you tweet and you kind of get things moving along where Facebook is a little bit more about building the relationship and you sort of, you know, you're talking to people a little bit more. It's a very different, at least for me, I find it to be a very different um, rhythm. You know, it's a different pace on Mm -hmm. Facebook and they both serve a really good purpose for the music and and like you're saying you know for yourself with all the projects and everything and and it is great because you know on twitter you're connecting pretty quickly but i feel like sometimes twitter it's like you have to catch that fire you have to ride that wave and if you don't catch it the right way you kind of you sort of miss some stuff although i still get a lot on twitter as well but i think facebook Maybe because I feel Facebook has a lot more connection in a different way. Like you, you sort of get to know people a little bit more on Facebook, I think. Um, I, I, at least that's been my experience. What about you? Uh, I actually do not have the luck on Facebook that you seem to have. Um, I have, I get, I get a few. I mean, I generally on Facebook, I am connected to people I already know, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few people that have come over from the podcast and thank you all for, for connecting with me. And there are a few people that came over from when I was the dark beauty PR manager. Um, Oh, I love those days. Those were the days. Those were, <laughs> those the, were days the days when Liz, the delegating dark angel had someone <laughs> to delegate to. That was so wonderful. I it made my life so much easier. It did. Didn't it? It did, but you know, look, it didn't make my life much easier. It didn't, but you know what? What a great connection this turned out to be. And it's all good because I mean, now you're doing your project and the things that you really wanted to do all along for yourself, which is, 
which is really wonderful because look, I am no person to stand in the way of someone's art or craft and the fact that you've come into your own and you've been working on a lot of things for a long time and now you're putting it all out there and you know getting it out on social media is really fantastic. So, all right, so I lost a great PR manager, but I gained an incredible friend and a, an incredible chatterboxer on the other end here. This is true. We are we are <laughs> this this is one of those fortuitous things. And, and I'll be honest, this, this connection happened because of social media. If it wasn't for social media, you and I would not probably not have met. This is true. We hooked up through Twitter, I think, because I, I, I Twitter way more than I Facebook just because I feel like I get more out of Twitter. Um, but we Twittered, uh, we Twittered. That's right. Liz and I Twittered. <laughs> we Twittered. Uh, we ended up doing a... Uh, we ended up doing a Google Hangout, um, and then I ended up getting drafted. That's right. How right. lucky for me. <laughs> so, it was great on my end. <laughs> this is amazing for Liz. And Well, it no, was I wonderful. Can't, I, I can't say that. I, I can honestly say that I had a ton of fun, and I learned a lot. A lot of what we're doing here on Chatterbox actually started with the PR manager position that I had because we this is all the stuff that we were going over then you know and this is the kind of stuff that we were trying to figure out and this is the kind of stuff that we were trying to turn around so this is all this all ties in together it really does and again I mean it was great that we made the connection through music but I want to ask you something when you found me I mean if you remember when you found me on Twitter, do you remember how you ended up finding Dark Beauty's music? I do not. I remember. Okay, um, okay I just so didn't... it was. It would have been one of two ways. Um, your, I don't think you guys are on Last FM, so it wouldn't have been one of my Last FM searches. But it may have been a random Google search for, you know, symphonic metal bands, bands that sound like Porcupine Tree or anything else that gave me Within Temptation. That's a true story, by the way. I was searching for bands that that uh, sounded like Porcupine Tree at one point, and uh, and uh, and Dark it, Beauty came up. Uh, no, actually, I think it was Within Temptation came up. Right, right. Now, mind you, love love Within Temptation, but they sound nothing like Porcupine Tree. They don't sound anything like Porcupine Tree, but you know, and but I was probably doing something for like female fronted metal or you know female fronted gothic or you know some, some sort of random search and and your song popped up uh save yourself popped up and i listened to it and i'm like hey this is fairly amazing and then um uh, i think i was tweeting it and you retweeted and that's how we you know we took it one step further and did like a google hangout and then i went back and watched some of your videos and realized hey i know that guitarist <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. And that's, that's, it's amazing what a small world this is. And, and for those of you who haven't heard, we won't tell the story all over again. But basically, Suzanne and Brian knew each other from school way, way, way back in the day. And so it's, it is a very interesting, <laughs> it's a really interesting way to connect. Uh, but here we are trying to push things forward. And and so social media is definitely a huge part of 
I think one's success for today and certainly how how we came together. And now for a brief pause while we hear a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Let's see what's on my list of things to do today. First, get it to put lotion in the basket. Second of all, sharpen my knives and buy extra heavy-duty garbage bags. Third, find a new recipe for human liver. And fourth, listen to Chatterbox, the great podcast starring Suzanne Decree and Liz Tapia. Yes, Chatterbox rocks. It's two women finding their way through the new music industry. Unless I get to them first. <laughs> Chatterbox rocks. And now, back to our program. Yeah, we're, we're talking right now about organic social media and just kind of mm-hmm. getting things out there, viral and all that good stuff. But what, what about your paid ads? I know both of us have done paid ads. Listen, I just did one on Twitter just a little while ago. I did one. It was like 20. I spent $25 on this one campaign trying to get uh, Spirits of a Dead Earth out there. And... It's just nearly not enough interaction, even with a paid ad, but it did definitely boost it a little bit, but nothing that I would say, oh, this was just no. fantastic. I have to do more, more, more. So so here's a question. Uh, now, I, I actually found the same thing that you did. I actually found more interaction on mm-hmm. my Facebook ads than I found, and actually more on my on my Google paid ads than I got on my, uh, on my Twitter ads, but... The question for me is, you know, we do these paid ads and we're doing, you're doing it to boost a song. I'm doing it to boost my, my vibrant chord course, but are we, are we boosting the wrong thing? Should we be boosting, Hey, sign up for my mailing list so that we can get these people more engaged instead of trying to boost a product? I think that's the question. Cause once you have somebody on the mailing list, you know, you've kind of got an in and a more intimate way of connecting with them than just sending out some random tweet, you know, or some random Facebook Well, I agree with what you're saying. The only problem is it's kind of a catch-22, and you need to be able to, you know, have the product out there for them to listen to before they're even going to come to your mailing list. So the problem with that is, you know, I think when you're not in the, you know, mega thousands or millions, it's, it's still hard for people to just kind of come over and sign up. I, you have to still give them something of your product. They have to hear what you do or who you are. And so I feel that I like what you're saying as far as, you know, connecting with the people on your mailing list. I mean, that's the most important thing is connecting with people that actually want to be there with you. But I still think you do need get the music out there enough so that people will even find your mailing list. So I think there's a little bit of both that needs to right. happen. And, and that's why, you know, that's one of the reasons obviously we're doing this. Um, you know, everything that I read marketing wise says mailing list, the email list is still King. And I can see where that's true. The thing for me is I don't have, I have the chord course out, but of course that doesn't help me with my music per se. My problem is I don't actually have music 
ready to go out yet. You you've heard my demos. My demos don't sound bad, but they're not they're not public worthy. You know, they're they're not ready for me to send out into the stratosphere and say, "Hey, come on over to my mailing list. I'll give you a free song." So that's where I'm at right now is how do you balance not really having anything to give away versus trying to get people on the mailing list because you know, recordings coming up. I'm going to probably have a Kickstarter campaign going on. Um, all kinds of good stuff going on. There's no real product that I can offer as an exchange to get people on the mailing list. So where does that leave me? You know, that's, it's tr- kind of trying to figure out that cycle. I think you have to, well, I mean, I can only give you the experience that I have and I am sure plenty of people out there listening will Speak to me, oh wise and angel well, of the West or the East, actually. The East. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, leave some comments for us so that we can figure out what's worked for them as well. So please, guys, uh, yeah, leave us those comments and let us know what is working for you as far as paid ads and how this is a great point. How can Suzanne get started um, by getting some of this attention? without having to pay for everything and also you know starting to build up that mailing list when you don't have the album out so as far as uh again what I did was I had to put out some music so I basically took three tracks and they weren't you know they were kind of in a demo stage and that's sort of what I did so well you know the your demo stage though was far superior to what my demo stage is at this point um you know because i i actually heard those three songs and you know they your demo stage was well ahead of my demo stage uh my demo stage is literally i plugged into my computer smacked down some guitar smacked down some keyboards and warbled over it well i think you're on the right track though because you're working on doing your 19 as we call it the monstrosity project of 19 songs but you're going to batch them the 19 right but you're going to batch them into three or four songs you're going to release them so i think what you need to do is i think you just have to get those three or four songs you just have to get them ready and then just start releasing them i think Mm -hmm. it's going to be a little bit harder to get somebody to sign up on your mailing list when they're not able to really hear anything yet when there's no when there's no what what they call an, an ethical bribe <laughs> right um i mean they need you know, to, they need to you, hear uh, your music and i think you got to get that prepared first and then you know do the same thing i did and that's that's exactly what happened to me i mean I, that's exactly what i did i i just released a few pieces and that's how the ball started getting you know rolling so mm-hmm. um that's probably what you're going to have to do but already people are getting to know who you are through chatterbox they're getting to know you through you know other things that you're doing getting to know you getting to know all. okay well i'm done saying it now let's not get crazy here okay okay <laughs> What's too late too late but i think that's what you're gonna have to do and um just wondering uh yeah i mean you know that's that's what i did and so i think if you can at least release one song or something then Mm. people will start to at least get a taste of what you're doing but i wouldn't really release it until it's really you know make it a really good 
make it, make it yeah. good first. Yeah. And that's and that's one of the issues is that I am really, really, I'm really stoked about the project. Um, really stoked to have an awesome producer that that just actually hunted me down and uh, which is always a, a good ego boost. But um, it, it's been exciting working with him for the last month just to, you know, clean up the last few bits of the stage. And, uh, you know, kind of along that producer, I know you have Artie, um, I have Tim and they're, they're both great guys to work with, but along, you know, in that producer vein, you also have kind of the, the coaches. And I know you've, you've had a, a stint, a brief stint with a, uh, a music coach. I've had, uh, both business coaches and music coaches and, you know, in order to try and shortcut some of the time that it takes you to do you know, to become a successful musician. Um, and what I find, at least what I find with most of the coaches is that, uh, almost all of them have a shtick, you know, this one has this shtick this one has the other shtick. This one has, you know, and, and it seemed to me, at least for most of them that you spend all of your time doing their shtick and you end up having no time for your music. Now there are a couple of really notable exceptions. Um, I'm working uh, right now through the, I'm working my way through uh, two courses right now. One is John Ojaka and I do not know how to spell that off the top of my head. So I will have to, you know, link it in the, in the notes when we go, when we do the podcast or uh, even when we're on the, the chat group and his is kind of a start to finish uh, kind of managing your mailing list and getting fans through mailing lists. Now that was well worth the 150 bucks I paid. That's well worth 150 bucks. I paid for it. The other one is launch and release, which is a, um, a course designed to help you get your Kickstarter campaign off. And that was also well worth the price of admission. Um, so those are my two success stories. Like so far, I really feel that of all of them, those two, um, are, are the best ones in the, you know, those two are the best ones for me so far out of all of the coaches that I've done and I've done a, a ton of them. Um, and then of course I, I, I feel really badly about mentioning this one cause it's a bit of a downer, but my buddy Zeus is actually the one who got me to do the vibrant chord course and, and put the course out and start, you know, kind of working the, the teaching angle as well. And, um, unfortunately you, you can't get any, any more coaching from Zeus because unfortunately he passed about two months ago which was a very, very sad day for all of us. Um, but he was, he was excellent. And he, he was, he is the reason the vibrant chord course oh, wow. exists. Well, I mean, I'm glad to hear that you've gotten some success stories out of the ones that you've went ahead and purchased because a lot of times people will purchase some of these packages and, you know, either they just don't really dive into it or they're just not really that good. And then they don't really get a lot out of it. It happened with several, actually, because one guy was all about uh, guest blogging. So I spent all my time beefing up other people's mailing lists and other people's content. Uh, one guy was all about Twitter. So I spent all my time on Twitter. Um, you know, and there, there were a couple of coaches, uh, actually, that I had for my teaching business at one point that you know, my, my assistant at the time was like, you're doing everything and it's not working. You're doing everything these coaches are telling you to do and it's not working. So, you know, there, you have to be able to sort through them. 
And it's kind of hard because their sales pages, this is what they do. The other thing that I would warn you is if you're going to sign on with a music coach, look at what they actually do. John Ojaka, I can actually trace him on iTunes. I can trace him on YouTube. I can see that he sells his music online and that he does what he says he does. Uh, Leah McHenry, uh, she also does. She, she's, I actually discovered Leah, again, random Google search, but uh, she actually has some really good symphonic metal. Um, and she is another one that obviously, since I found her through fandom and started buying her stuff then you know obviously she is doing what she says she does so make sure because a lot of these guys i noticed you you go on to their websites or you do a google search for them and all you find are their sales courses you know how to sell your music you don't actually find their music well brian and i we went to harrisburg and we hit the musical music festival there and we found uh, a coach that we started working with, and we really liked her. Her name is Cheryl B. Engelhart, and her website is cbemusic.com. And we'll post the link also so that uh, people can find her. But uh, Cheryl's been great, and we've worked with her a couple times already, and she's helped me to really create a timeline to putting together, you know, what we want to do as far as the show for Dark Beauty, because, I mean, what what I want to put together it just seemed like you know just navigating from one end of the jungle to the other side just seems so crazy and Mm -hmm. she's really great at being able to like really focus everything down to you know that timeline again so that you're you're working efficiently and you're you're kind of working backwards because you you have to know where you're going first and then kind of work backwards from there. But she's very good. And we found her at the festival and she was doing a seminar and uh, she's worked with a lot of musicians um, who have also had success. And she's also a composer. She's um, a musician and a singer songwriter. So definitely check her out if uh, anybody out there is looking for a music coach and tell her that Chatterbox sent you over. Um, But Cheryl's been great and I'm sure Brian and I will probably work with her again. The issue uh, for us is, you know, just having the the financing available for us to be able to do this coaching because, you know, I mean, everything costs. I mean, you know, no one's doing this for free. And uh, I think... Right. And and at this point, you know, neither one of us is really making... Uh, money off of the music at this point. So it's coming out of whatever money you're making for the household, which is, uh, you know, one of these days we should do just the, the <laughs> we should do just a financial episode one of these days, because that takes, you know, there, there are some special considerations when you're a musician and you need gear and you need studio time and you need coaching and you need to pay your producer and you need to put food on the table and all of that good stuff. There's a lot of stuff, you know, there, there's a, there's a good episode. I totally right agree. And I think, uh, that's definitely something that we're going to have to cover. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's make sure to throw out those links so that everybody can find the people that we were talking about. And maybe this is a good place for us to end here. And, Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, 
Boys and girls, small furry animals of all ages, thank you so much for joining us here on Chatterbox. We appreciate you so much. It is so nice to be able to see you guys every week or, you know, kind of virtually see you every week. Uh, thank you for joining us. I'm Suzanne from SuzanneDecree.com. And of course, with me, the lovely, the oh, talented Liz Tapia, the dark angel from DarkBeautyMusic.com. We appreciate you guys listening and being here and your support is truly, truly appreciated. Um, please comment on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash groups slash chatterbox. Or you can tweet us and hashtag chatterbox, chatterbox rocks. Chatterbox and we will rocks. find your comments. And again, thanks so much for being here. We'll see you next week. Chatterbox. 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 Chatterbox.